Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. So, I mean, I look at YOLO as literally, you only got one shot to make the shit right, right? So you better do good every day. And uh, it's actually my faith that has been the anchor for that. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Baipyong. Welcome to episode 19 of the Hustle Share podcast. My name is Ronster and I am your host. And this episode is brought to you by Payroll Hero, a time, attendance, scheduling, HR and payroll solution for Philippine companies. If it's your first time here and have no idea what the hell this podcast is all about, basically Hustle Share is a podcast that lets you improve your hustle by learning from other hustlers. So what we talk about here is not just the stuff that we like talking about on social media. We talk about the grind, the grit, and everything else in between that we don't usually talk about because that's where we learn from each other the most. However, I'd like to give you a heads up because this podcast is for adults only. So we use a lot of profanity because we like to keep it real. So please be mindful of how you listen to this podcast as well. Now, this episode is quite interesting because we're going to be talking to someone who was a marketer before who eventually turned to be a startup CEO. And she's none other than Cindy Burdett of All Care. Now, Cindy's going to be talking about how she started out her career as a marketer and how she was able to build a good reputation being 
a cutting edge marketing executive. And then she's going to shed light on what it was like to jump to that leap of faith and how she was recruited to join a startup, even though she was beyond scared straight of it. And then she will share what it was like being on the other side now, being in the startup land where the cushion of a good corporate job no longer exists. Also, she will share with us her experiences in raising funds via an ICO and what it took for them to make a pivot and make all care the product that it is now. Other than that, she's also going to be sharing what it was like being now the go-to guy for all care, along with her tips on how to optimize your workflow and how you can hack the way you work. And lastly, stick till the end of the show because she dropped a major bonus that a lot of you might want to take advantage of. So if you're ready to learn from Cindy's Hustle, let's begin the episode right now. Welcome to the latest episode of Hustle Share. We are with someone who I, to be honest, I don't know much about you, my man, <laughs> right? But I know there's so much to learn in here. Right. And because I respect two things about how you do it. It's because of what you're trying to solve in, in your startup at, at All Care. It's not an easy problem to solve. A lot of tried, a lot of failed. Right. Number two is how you do it. You make it look so easy and whatnot. And um, at the end of the day, I want to be able to know what it's like. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Cindy Burdett of AllCare.io. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Ron. You just look sad. Why are you sad? No, I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous, dude. It's just the two of us. You're literally. Right. You're right. like, literally, yeah. Yeah, all that's right, nothing right. to worry about. There's no CCTVs here, so I know. Let's nothing get it wrong on. can have. Let's go. Okay, so Cindy, like what I said, I don't know much, but I, I've actually stalked you prior to this, prior to you coming here. Like, Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah, um, I, I stalked you. So as, as before we get to how you started your hustles, right? What's your hustle now? So now I serve as the CEO okay. of All Care. All Care. And what is All Care? So All Care is actually a benefits platform. So we sell a membership okay. uh, for people who don't have any form of benefits. So worker benefits. Basically me. I don't have, I've, I've functioned right. and right. Not, so right. mostly startups, uh, solopreneurs, online freelancers. resellers, freelancers, uh, you name right. it. There's a lot of people who don't have benefits. Wow. We so, provide benefits for them. And by providing them, basically, just for, 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 again, to just dumb it down a little bit, this is medical benefits for you whenever you need to go get a checkup. Right. So that's just one part. Medical okay. benefits is one part. We also give them free transportation. No way. Yes. We, we, wow. we give free grab credits. We give them wow. um, discounts at uh, food and beverage. Um, Shit. So I we, love this. Yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah, no, we keep... We try to keep putting benefits that are relevant to who our members are. So we're yeah. hooking up something with We Remote, for example. We Remote, right? right? So people who want to go. Shout out Carlos Silva. Right. Yep. Um, so people who want to go and use it can. Ah. Or, you know, like for me, I'm Four Eyes, right? So right. we have a partnership with Sarabia. People get 15 off. Shout out, by the way, one of the Sarabia <laughs> clan's kin. 
Oh, uh, really? Works with us in Chatbot, please. Nice. Shout out, Albert. So sorry I named brands, but... No, we know. good. Yeah, right, if, if I'm going to take a shout out, I'm going to stay close to home. And so, <laughs> Albert, right. if you're listening to this, shout, shout out, Albert. Out to you. There you go. Okay, so, Cindy, before we get too carried away and talk about healthcare and whatnot, we'll, do, we'll talk about that in the second part of the show. Let's talk about your early hustle. So we have the Hustle Share Time Machine. We ride sure. back with you. It's up to you if I ride shot, sure. shotgun or you ride shotgun. All right, it doesn't matter. All right. Or let's bring your beagle with us. You know, your beagle that's very <laughs> noisy and cute and very feisty. Right, right. So, Cindy, I did a little bit of research, right? And I found two things that are interesting. First one is you used to be a student leader in Ateneo. Right. And you also <laughs> used to be a varsity in Taekwondo. Correct. So here's one thing also I want to come clean with. In high school, I used to play in the UAAP as well for basketball. Oh, cool. Juniors. I was at uh, USC Tiger Cup. Nice. Right? A lot of what I used and do now in terms of discipline came from basketball. It's my first love. I will never, ever. Still, I love basketball. Yes. I, love basketball. I saw you posting about Dirk when he was about to retire. I know. It's like, amen. It's an yes. Amen. But what are what were your early hustles or what are your first recall of you doing hustle before? So we're not talking about just business, right? No, hustle. Uh, hustle, hustle is hustle, hustle, right? Yeah. Right. Um, so I think uh, I went to a public school, public no. science high school. Yeah. Which uh, one? Regional science. Okay. In Region Three, so part of the hustle was one. It was a public school. Okay. So a lot of things were not provided to us. Yeah. So we had things like investigatory projects, which we had to pay for our own pockets. What is an investigate? Because I never did that. Right. So science <laughs> high The school only investigation that happens to me is when I did something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and the principal is investigating me. What did you do? Okay, uh, okay. Uh, not uh, quite. So in w- w- science high schools, the third year and fourth year students are required to come up with like a new thing. Ah. Like you investigate a feasibility thing, yeah. right? So yeah. So ours was pretty funny because I wanted to sex reverse tilapia. No way. Yeah, yes way. Because it's being done already in other countries. We weren't okay. doing it. Uh, and we had a surplus of, you will find this funny, big yeah. testicles. <laughs> wow we are five minutes in we're talking about pink testicles that is awesome okay so that was, this is off to a good start we don't even have beer fucking shots here okay so that's the first ever hustle so okay. that uh, that project eventually won a lot of fairs in southeast asia no way yeah and then Shit. um and then went to college i was so new i was such a dumbass in ateneo yeah like and then first... also there's also the stigma that if you come from the province exactly there's so a I... culture shock exactly. and then everybody's like arrogant if you're a manileño right and that shit happened to me like i almost flunked out in my first year no way because i couldn't cope with the partying at night and then <laughs> going to training because i in my first year i was team b lady eagles basketball yeah oh were you yeah Shit. yeah yeah except Taekwondo offered me scholarships, so I moved. No, I understand. That's right? the same thing. Yeah, At the yeah. end of the day, they don't understand the hustle of a student athlete. Right, exactly. That these are two full-time jobs that you have to do. Yes. And it's yes, hard because yes. you only have one vessel to do that. It's your right, body. Right, exactly. So I almost flunked out for, oddly enough, science projects. I mean, wow. I was failing in the Natsai subject, so that was pretty effed up. Yep. And then finally got my shit together, moved to Taekwondo, uh, reduced yeah. the amount of partying I was doing. <laughs> and then, yo, and all tips, of a sudden. Tips, got tips, got tips. <laughs> You're right, Drusia. Tia Maria, Drusia. when was, was still there. Cantina was still there. Oh, 
blessed yep. cantina, no? Wala na. Um, so yeah, so uh, finished college with a pretty good uh, set right. of grades. Nice. And then after that, I was picked out as an MT, management trainee. Okay. So that actually started my whole professional hustle. Okay. And you worked for which company first? Sun Cellular. Wow. And this is a big thing because Sun Cellular in the earliest part of before before smart yes, bought them out yes. changed the whole fucking ball and game i was part of that team no way that did like the whole jr dancing and texan limited launch etc like, dude without sun the unleashed shit here does not exist was not yeah exist. exactly so i was part of that team um i if, essentially part of my job was to build the digital marketing team wow. in 2010. D- dude that's crazy right what year did you graduate 10. We're batchmates. Yeah. I'm 2010 too. Right. So Holy that was my shit. that was my job. I mean, uh, as an MD, your ex, your executive sponsor tells you, right. okay, come up with something, right? Right. And that was my project. So we wow. hired like call center agents to help set up like Facebook chat, Twitter chat. No way. We did IT and did integration. That, that did not exist back exactly. then. Exactly. So I was I got pretty good uh, credits for that. Thing. There you go. How did you hustle? And I saw also that you won awards. Yeah. Like yeah. what the fuck? When you win awards, like. That's recognition and validation right. for you. How did you hustle when the term chat and all this shit does not exist before yet? And then, you know, out of the blue, Smart comes in and becomes this biggest player because Sun Cellular is changing the game right, too much. Right, right. Not. Um, to be honest, uh, I spent one month in the call center. Dude, I did call center work too. Right? Okay. Um, and I distinctly remember I was uh, oxing, you know, I don't know if you probably know that term, right? I was earphone ah, with some agent right and right. i was listening to their conversation and somebody at 4 freaking a.m was calling about a missing load one yeah. peso missing load Jeez. and at the time ito yung may maintaining balance right you have to yeah, maintain right, one peso right, balance right. i remember for your promo to work yeah i was like no right, my, right. My, my, my so i was like right. and this is driving the cost because people are calling because of the missing load ah, etc so we said it. we gotta change mm-hmm. and that was facebook was so new then yeah right? so we said can we use Facebook to help reduce calls? That was our that was the that was ah. the goal. Reduce calls in the call center because that was expensive. Correct. But Facebook is not Facebook now. Yeah, so it was pretty funny. No. Holy yeah. shit. So what was the solution you found to bridge that gap of at least alleviating the call center people who are like being bombarded by the same shit? And probably I I would I would guess seventy percent. Or, or right, right. So honestly, there was no chatbot then. So yes. So now, now there is. Shout out. yeah. <laughs> shout out to chatbots. Right. Um, but at the time, we had people like live people replying. Wow. So because you could log in all at the same time, right? Yeah. So I literally shared the username, password to ah. five other people, and we were all replying. And then we would form spiels like, okay, this is a common question. Copy this is how paste. Yeah. Got it. It was the like the skeleton version of like digital old age. school chat support stuff. Yes. Got yes, it. Yes, yes. All right. So after Sun, what, what was your venture? I have I'll I'll, I'll look at my <laughs> fucking cheat sheet here because I'm literally in LinkedIn and right now. So Sun, and then what was it next for you? So um, digital marketing was so new. Yeah. I was doing. I was self studying everything. Uh, yeah. F, uh, Facebook, HTML, right? You, know, you could re- remember there was a time you could yep. code into Facebook. Correct, correct. So I self studied all of that. But every time I would ask budget for digital marketing, people mm-hmm. were like, boom, nope. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, nope. we need to buy billboards. We need to buy TVC. What correct, would you use correct. the money for? 
So I, I got a bit tired of that. So yeah. right after the buyout, I left. Ah, um, so you I'm, were part of that transition? Um, not anymore. Actually, when the internal announcement happened, I was okay. on my way out. I was ah. on my way out. I didn't How was be... the culture like? Because Sun Cellular is such a game changer, right? That I don't know. I, I just shed some light in there that we're a lot of the old school people also like, all right, I don't think I'm going to fit in into right, this right. merger and whatnot. Right. Yeah. I think they actually embodied what a startup would be. Right. I mean, shout out to all the leadership there. My boss, Sir Beng, amazing boss, Charles Lim, who used right. to be, who became the CEO of, uh, sorry, SVP, I think, of right, Smart. Right, right, right. Um, everybody they hired, even the senior executives, knew they were the underdogs. Uh-huh. Right? So there Riders was like an the underdog wall. culture, right. top to bottom. Wow. So we had to do what people were doing, like Globe and Smart were doing, with one-tenth of the budget. Shit. Right. So everybody had that mindset. And people were so feisty. I love that. Yeah. People yeah. were so frank. People were screaming left and right. Agency in and out. Right. It was so fun. Except digital was so new that people didn't know. The infrastructure wasn't right? there yet. So they were like, yeah. mm, I don't want to spend there. We'd probably get Maha to do this yeah, and this yeah, endorser yeah, to yeah. do that on the billboard. So I left. Mm. I left because I didn't have play money, which um, got it. Yeah, it's, that's frustrating because you, you come up with all these tricks, yes, and then, which proved to work, right? But I couldn't get funding for got it. Got it. No problem. Okay, I, I think that's also a, a a big challenge. Also, now to prepare that for you when you're exactly. now in charge exactly. and all exactly. care, exactly. right? Now, what was your next gig for after that? Uh, you you were in tribal worldwide, right? So um, actually, before that, I didn't put it anymore. Right. I spent a couple of years. Um, putting up a ad agency. Well, they're already put up, but yeah. they were starting a digital team. Ah. So I don't know if people know Draft FCB. They're an ad agency. Mm-hmm. They're worldwide. They were putting up a digital arm. Okay. So I was one of the first people that was part of the... the yeah, because of the agency business, I mean, the trimedia, the ancient way of doing it, they were the first adapters when they saw that, okay, the spending money is going, the, the, the hits right, are, right, the, the right. ratings are not that good. We need right, to look for right, other media right, to exactly. invest in. Right. So I had a good few years in uh, DDB, uh, sorry, Draft FCB. But I was, the funny thing is I was assigned to the, M, the PLDT smart group. Oh. So it was so funny because the people I used to work with in are, Sun are also there. But you're on the other side of the table. Exactly. Right. Which now you have money. I can tell you how to spend that money, right? It was wow. That's right? just that's funny. That's that's funny and also fun at the same time. Yes. Because there's no more like I, I see you, you see me right. kind of thing. Yeah, right. yeah. So that was fun. Um, and then eventually I moved on to a bigger role under Tribal. So okay. Tribal, I think at the time, but maybe it still is. I don't know. Um, okay. Was the leading on like digital agency. Wow. Um, and I joined them to handle the MVP group. Yes, um, and this is also the time, 2012, 2015, was smart. I, I remember this vividly because in nightlife, <laughs> it became a little petty in, in a way where it was just a matter of who's sponsoring this DJ who's going to come. Is it smart or is right, it low? Right, right. Like the days the of Louis Yeah, Baraka parties, oh, everything. Yeah, so we Crazy. Were, we were right in front of that. We were everywhere. Yeah, you said money, right? And that's that's where my frustration came from—not right. having enough money to play with, right? To right. invent, to they innovate. Have so much. They have so every much. event. I remember exactly. one of my biggest events was sponsored by Smart back then. It's like I didn't know that they actually understood what the hell I was doing, <laughs> but they just want the the 
the logo on that fucking poster right, that you're right, putting in right. there. Whatever you're doing, just put our logo up there. Right. So yeah, so that actually spurred um, my thoughts about getting quite tired of the agency setup. Okay. Because uh, even if at the end of the day we had really creative, cool ideas, okay, um, we're still servicing a client. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the client decides. And you're their bitch. Exactly. Well, <laughs> For lack of better to be fair, this. my yeah. team was never a bitch, but yeah. yes, the whole agency is the bitch. Yep. So, because at the end of the day, yep, if they say nope, we're pulling out. Right. No, no, right, no, 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 right. no, you're not going to do that. Right? So, you know, God's, God's funny. I was having those thoughts. I was like, shocks. I'm so no, no boasting uh, meant, but I was rising up the, the people rank right. in, in the agency world, uh, Southeast Asia, Asia. But in my mind, like, I know I can do more. And yeah. then Peter Kauton, like some one of our common friends recommends me like talk to this person. She so might be recommend. I thought you knew Peter from no, way, way no, back. no. One of my friends worked uh, with him, and Katre, uh, my my friend, right. She told Peter, why don't you talk to Cindy? She might be sick of the agency wow. world, right? And God's but you knew the grind of how a startup was. Like. Well, what I knew then was startups didn't have money. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, but dude, shit. Peter is one of the OGs out there. Right. So shout out to Peter. Might... So Peter, just to shed light for those sure. for our listeners, Peter Kauton is the founder and CEO of uh, Storm. Storm. Right. Yeah. So they have a very funny story. I think we're gonna have him on the show too. Cool. But just to have a little bit of a background, this guy literally hustled his way in, bootstrapped it when yep. benefits weren't even like. Uh, yeah, a it was thing. in a term. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And then eventually they got majority acquisition or majority yeah. funded by Nick Soliedo and whatnot. And then now. Now it's boom. one of the largest. Right. Yep. So you met this guy. What was it like meeting this bald startup founder or father of how many, right? I mean, I really liked what he was trying to do. Okay. And I could tell from the way he described the organization that they, I am so sorry, Peter, but it sounded like a mom and pop shop. Yes. Because like, it's bootstrapped, right? Yes. So every they did everything the, the way they knew how. Yeah. And he was asking me to join them as head of marketing. Yeah. And I said, mm. But you guys don't have money. And I'm like, yeah. an example. And you used to have that ammunition behind you. Right, But right. when you have an idea, you're going to fucking invest yes, a lot of money. Yes, yes. So that's right. one. And also as like payroll, like, oh my God, I'm going to I'm gonna become poor when I join this team. <laughs> that was my... You're, pay, you're paying top dollar in right. the agency. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And agency, they buy your soul. So Fuck yeah, right? absolutely. So, yeah. But I prayed up, dude, I made Peter wait like two and a half months. Two and a half months. Yeah, I prayed. I prayed over the whole ordeal because I was so shit scared. Like, yeah. I'm going to leave my comfort zone and join this startup who has no procedure, no protocols. No, they just got funded. So that was the trigger. Ah, they just so got funded. at least funded. you have that Yes, cushion. right. So right. they just got funded. Money was coming in. It hasn't come in yet. Yep. Money was coming in and maybe I could make like an impact. Got it. And so I did. I joined uh, September of 2015. Okay, so let's take a break first. And when we come back, how was it like when you literally said, Geronimo and Peter, right? And that that's going to be a totally different story, I'm pretty sure, when we come back. But more of that after the break. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at PH, the country's biggest SaaS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at sasschallenge.ph that's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we are back from the break. Uh, we're still with Cindy Burdett, who's looking very, very nervous again. Dude, calm down. I got I you. I know, I know. Don't be nervous. <laughs> There's no I'm cameras. Cool. I'm cool. Okay. So prior to the break, you said now you're shit scared, butt-ass scared. Because you're about to jump, take a leave of faith. You had a very nice agency job, cushioned, and now you're you're just this bald guy who recruited you, <laughs> but he's gotten funded. What was it like when you finally joined Storm? Oh, it was it was fun. Like first yeah. they had no time in time out, like, you know, <laughs> typical startup, yep. no uniform, no nothing. Like you could literally squat, you know, yep. do sit wherever, and then do your work. Yep. Except. I didn't have any people to do it with me. Shit, you're a one-man team. And then uh, the people that we had, I had to retrain. Yeah, right? I had to unlearn. And how I'm pretty sure with change like that, there's going to be a lot of friction because you're like, yeah, you know, I did this with Peter. Right. Oh, who are you? Yeah, that right? actually happened. I mean, right. we had a bunch of people who say, oh, we used to be able to go to Peter directly. And now there's this layer of, and that was the time that I joined. Uh, our chief operating officer, Kelda, also joined. Yeah. So it, it felt like, for at least for most of the people, right? Like Peter just hired a bunch of folks as a layer. Yeah. Right? But in reality, it's not. It's 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 necessary for any startup who has who's on who's finally have product market product market fit. Yes. To go to prepare for scaling. Yes. Right? So obviously, we all knew that. Right. We had to share that with the whole company. So it was the whole maybe a year. We were just talking to people, adjusting, wow. um, and it was hard and fun at the same time. Yeah. And my team, it's uh, and people know this. People who listen, who have ever worked with me, will will uh, second this testimony. Right. I am very in your face, personal. Yep, no bullshit. Right, and yeah. for me, if I cannot connect with you at a personal level, we will not connect on a professional level. True, that's, true. That's how I work. It's chemistry. That's it. Right. So that was the whole first year. So we got we got funded, but the right. money wasn't there yet. Yeah. So it was a lot of like, okay, we have a plan. 
Wait, wait, wait. Right? Wait, wait. We, we can't execute right. the plan yet. So there was that. A lot of adjusting, a lot of uh, turnover. Right. That was the time, I think, 2016. Right. We had quite a turnover from the changing of the guards. Yeah, that's it. Because any change, always there's attrition. Right. Right. And same with Chatbot too. When there's some changes after the acquisition, there, there are some uh, cha- people that had to leave because mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they don't see themselves. But they're never, they've never left. And what I always tell my, my people is that once chatbot, always chatbot. Right. right. You Same. Know, you're so always we family. That. We have right. once a stormer, always a stormer. Correct. So that's the, that's the thing. I just copied it from them. <laughs> 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 no. But for, for you, Cindy, because I'm. did you know anything about benefits prior to this? Nope. I didn't even use any of my benefits when I was in. <laughs> so you're uh, never sickly. Yeah, right? yeah. Because at, sickly. most athletes always, their problems always is that. You you per- train like an athlete and you just fucking eat like an athlete and then when you go to corporate you still eat like an athlete and you're not you're yeah. not training anymore. True, hundred percent right. true. Right, so it's the weight always. Yeah, so I I got super fat, man. Right, I weighed like two hundred twenty pounds. Dude, I'm two hundred twenty right now. Oh, cool. Yeah, but I mean not so cool, but no, but yeah. I don't. It, it is. It's the truth. Yeah, I am technically yeah, yeah. obese. Right. If I tip the scale. But you're you're taller than me, so that's not so bad. But yeah. I'm like five six. I'm five six too. So oh, it's the same. So, yeah, so we're both right. obese. Okay, let's miss my mother. So I mean that was that I mean, joining a startup, I have a little more more time right. to do stuff. So I got really big and then right. the change, right? It was so stressful. Um, but 2016 we got our act together. Right. I got my act together also, so right. I started losing weight. And on the side, yeah. I started my first business. Ah, so what was your worried? You, so you're doing startups with Peter and, and Storm. What would what did you do on your own baby with your own baby? So I put up um, in 2015. Okay. I started doing keto. What's that? Keto, keto, keto. diet. Yeah, okay, right. That, that was also the time where you know. That's super new at the time. Right. Like people didn't really understand. So I only have it. one. I know the Tito diet. Tito. <laughs> <laughs> extra rice and extra rice. Right, Tito right, diet. Right, right, right. So this, 2015, I did it. 2016, 2016 right. the results, I could I could fit in a small. Shit. I was so, I was almost unhealthy thin, right? right? And people were like, like, what do you do? And I say, oh, I started eating like this. So ah. keto, right? And my dad's a chef. Okay. And I know how to cook. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. good. Uh, I know cook. how to eat. <laughs> eat well like you would be my up. customer I got you okay. so 2016 I launched my first business called The Good Kitchen The Good Kitchen and uh, we did desserts that are keto wow in 2016 that was nobody was doing that yeah so, so I didn't even know what a keto meant man it was like fuck that was always a diet the, the stigma I get always is that I want to do that but I don't know where to start because I don't want to cook and oh, shit right, right right so there's Everybody's like that. I know. Yeah. I rec- I want to have a cake. I don't know where to get it. So I started making cake. Started nice. making, and then I had diabetics as clients. So this was this is the funny thing. I would clock in in storm okay. at nine, okay, which is pretty early for like a startup. They come in at like Fuck, ten. No, yeah, I was like what? Yeah, right, <laughs> nine thirty. Nine, right. and then I would run to school because I was okay. attending seminary at five. Right. Come home at nine, right. and then cook until one. No way. Yeah, that was my every day. And you only slept for seven hours. Yeah, times. on a good day, yeah. Yeah. So that was my reality for maybe seven, eight months. 
Wow. And then somebody, so while I was doing Storm, we were doing pretty well. We were growing. Yeah. My team everywhere. was growing. Yeah, that was the year that we everything was falling into place. And the money is finally in. Yes, right? Right. But at the same time, somebody now was starting to offer me money to put up a commissary for the ah. good kitchen. And I was so scared. So scared yes. I closed the business. Ah. It's like a stupid rookie mistake. Because yep. in my mind, yep. I wasn't ready to leave Storm because I built quite yeah. a team. We were doing such a great thing together. Right. I didn't want to leave okay. just because there was an opportunity to put up a business. Yeah, yeah. So we, I closed it down. I closed the good kitchen down. Oh. Yeah. And then stuck with the storm. Yeah. So again, all in, Peter. <laughs> we got a great partner here. No, because at the end of the day, people don't understand that people, not only founders are the ones who take the leap of faith and, yes. and, and, and risk so much of their yes, life. Yes, yes. It's the founding team. So whether yep. it's employee number two, three, four, five, six, yep. they, they risk so much. Right. And then that's why, for me, that my loyalty to my people is just top-notch. They, they, they're more than family, to be honest, sometimes. Right, I spend right, so much right. time with them. Exactly, exactly. So Peter's like that. So I have yeah. nothing but good words for Peter and Pao, yeah. Kelda, and the rest of the executive team of Storm. Like, right. Super family. Super. And they'll move heaven and earth for sure yep. Yep. to make yep. shit yep. work. And then. So yeah. there, so we were doing great. Uh, 2017, you guys know we won the World Cup, etc. World Cup, yes. Right. FYI, that's going to be on the show notes too. The Startup World Cup was a big uh, pitching competition where whoever won will go to San Francisco, was it? Right? Where you get to yep. pitch in front of all the best startups from around the world and the Storm, Storm uh, represented us. Yes. I was like, ooh, yeah, we got the right. And I was <laughs> confident that ah, they're going to kill those motherfuckers there too. Right? You, that was so, a fun time. Yeah, yeah. Super fun, yeah. But, okay, now after this, the next thing that I saw you guys do, you tried to uh, do ICO. Yes. Correct? So just for those people who are not familiar with what an ICO is, in, in a startup, there's two ways, or at least the old traditional way or the normal way, is to raise money through equity. So you sell shares of your company for money, right? Um, now, around 2016, 2017, there's this new way of, there's, uh, of, of raising money without having to give that up through cryptocurrency. So your Bitcoins of the world and whatnot. The startups now started creating their own coins to sell to people that eventually down the road people can use to trade up and then it, that's going to be like their shares in, in, in that. You guys tried to do that. Yes. Right? What was it like trying to do an ICO? Because I've seen companies do well in it and some people who didn't, who or companies who didn't really uh, get to so where see, they want to be. Yeah, yeah. One, it's really hard. Right. Really hard. And really expensive. That's Super. Roadshow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And not just that. The consultants you pay wow. to get you into the right uh, meeting rooms, the right yeah, yeah. hotel rooms. Right. They're like pimps, technically. Yes. Exactly. Right. Anyway, we tried to do an ICO around June of 2018. 2018. So and a lot I'm, of the, the ICO people that were successful. 2017. They, there was 2016, 2017. Yes. They were at their, uh, they were the uptake. Yes. The hype was real. Bitcoin was like $15,000 yes. per. Yes. So a lot of people were like, a lot of, but I knew that there was, the bubble was going to right, burst. Right, right. And so when the we were bubble really, burst, yeah. yes, it, it, it is an uh, uphill climb now. Right, right. right? So right. when you, th that was it for you. How hard was it? So you have to pay people to try to hook you up and there's no guarantee they're going to yes, invest. Yes, yes. Right? I've heard of people having stories that 
they people are giving them loads of cash and they're like mafia money. Yep. And they're scary as shit. For you guys, what was the struggle and what were you what were you trying to achieve there? Okay. Um I the struggle was like multiple layers, right? Okay. One was money. Okay. Because we were storm was scaling then. So every peso we had, we had to put back into the scaling business. Correct, right? correct. So all care started out as an ICO to fundraise for Storm. So that was a product. That was a pro so it will be like a sub product that would create a lot of funding and then it we could grow Storm and All Care together. Yes. Um so that was so funding, so we had to pay like consultants, road shows. I right. was traveling every week. Oh my god, yeah. I saw you one time in Singapore and you're in Hong Kong. Like, right, oh, like yeah, really? like What's up? Right. my my family couldn't see me. Like it was right, it was right. but I enjoy traveling. I mean oh, I'm yeah. a traveler. But when you get there, you don't know anyone. You're trying to make friends who you know are trying to take money from the same people you're going to take money from. Correct, so correct. you're not really friends' friends, right? No, no. So it was, it was pretty tough. And then, um, and this was in Korea. See, I was in Korea. Yeah. Um, you would drink your liver out with people you don't know in right. the hopes that they'll introduce you to someone who yeah, invests yeah, in you. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, it's hard. Um, and it's hard. Our culture in Storm isn't like that. Yeah. Right. So I struggled a lot. Right. Um, and I, I admit, I I probably wasn't the best in crypto fundraising. Right. Right. Nobody was. Nobody had this playbook. Again, yeah. But some right. really did very well. Right. Again, so, also aside from them being good at it too, probably right place at yeah. the right time. It's the timing. Correct. Too, correct. Right? So even if it was a good picture, I could pitch hella very well. Yeah. Um, not everybody could buy into the idea of benefits. And secondly, they don't understand it. A lot of them from Western countries, it's socialized. Yeah. Right? So you want to give benefits? Like, why don't your government give benefits? Yeah, they, they, this is by default given to them by their... Right. Right. So it was a struggle and, uh, and I was just burning through money. Yeah. With all the traveling, all the roadshows. Right. So around July, I was talking to the storm board, trying to convince Nix and the rest of the board to say, hey, let's pivot to a traditional startup. Got it. Let's give up the crypto part. Anyway, it was on its way down at the time. Yeah. Right? And I said, give it a shot as a traditional startup. Okay. Um, we might have a better chance. Yes. So that's where all, all care as a startup, which you now became a CEO of. Correct. Out, you're, are you still under Peter per se? Or no, this is standalone? No, so we operate independently, but okay. we are officially a subsidiary of Sorn. Of so course, right. That, that's your daddy, per se. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So now, um, uh, Cindy, let's take another break. But when we come back, how was it like now with you being, and I'm not sure if you even had the same resources Storm had or whatnot. And again, this is probably echoing your biggest <laughs> fears from when you jumped ship. <laughs> anyway, but you're, you're in too deep, right. right? So let's talk about that more after the break. Hey Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter 
Order has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, hustlers. I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. And we are back for the last part with Cindy Burdett. Now, 
the CEO of All Care. <laughs> so you, you, you walked us through how it was struggle for ICO and whatnot. Now All Care is a standalone. And what do you guys do now in All Care? So All Care now, it's a similar idea. Okay. I, so we're still providing benefits. But right. the model is a little bit different. Because in, during the ICO, the goal was the more people who bought our coin, the cheaper healthcare was going to be. Mm. Right, just um, like a group buy. Right, so right. it was like Groupon flash sale combo. Right, it was pretty confusing to be mm. honest. Right, and uh, the deeper we got into the whole idea of how HMOs provide service, what's the data like, yeah. etc., we said we were pretty crazy to think it was doable. Hey, but that's it. That's all. All great startups had to be crazy right? at one point. At one point, yeah. Right? So we figured out, okay, there's actually a way to provide, but this is how you're gonna do it. So yeah. we. We did that. Mm. We pivoted to that. And then, um, so yeah, we launched in, officially we went live December 21. Well, that was like Christmas, right? Yeah. So nobody fucking cared. Yeah. <laughs> um, we started our, we had our first purchase around January 6. Nice. Unaided, somebody bought on our website. Wow. Saw a post we made on Facebook, went to our website and bought via PayPal. That is great. I almost cried, man. Yeah. No, it's always the first right? thing. Right? Because I'm oh like, my God. shit, somebody understands the need Correct. for a product. And, it, and, I, and I echo this. So, dude, for the longest time, and I'm 30 years old now, right? Uh, I've never had benefits. I don't know what benefits are. That's, that's why I always, I'm always scared whenever I'm like, fuck, I'm feeling something not, something wrong with my body. Right. That means look, I have to pay cash. Cindy, just explain why benefits are so important for people. If you're working, mm. um, so in a typical corporate setup, if you're working, you're producing revenue, right? You should be a revenue center. Like whatever you're doing, even if you're a cost center, right. you're driving revenue, right? Mm -hmm. If you're a freelancer, oh, sorry, sorry, going to corporate, right. HR's job is to make sure you're at you're the covered. most productive. Not even. Yeah. You're at the most productive level you ever will be. Yeah. So I want to make sure you're healthy. And I will sponsor shit products for you right. to keep you healthy. Right. Right. That means buying you HMO, sending you to fitness camps, giving yeah. you vacation days, right. all of that. If you're a freelancer, a startup founder, you're an insurance agent, whatever you are, grab driver, you got no HR to look out no, for you. No, no, no. And we're not just talking about HMO, everything, helping you figure out when is the deadline to pay my taxes. Right. Filing for PhilHealth. God. nobody you're on your own literally yeah and it's not like people thought that oh this is just the way it is but now you have this all care who you look for i i did freelancing for a good part right right because that's what i had to do to make ends meet while i was doing chatbot uh in its very early stages right and i before i didn't know i understand i didn't understand what the freelancer goes through but now i i fucking know it by heart because i was like them too right, right? and right. it's so hard because any time of the day, or any, that's the difference between freelancing is in a normal job, um, someone can literally, if they want to fire you, they have to go through a due process. Right. Right? Give you a cushion. Yeah. And a freelancer, no, it's like, fuck you, I'm out, bye. Yep. Yep. And it goes both ways. The, the freelancer could leave you or you could get fired, right? Yeah. It's scary. It's very scary. It um, is crazy. But is now crazy. with all care, what does, what does someone who wants to buy? all care get so so you say you were a freelancer once right right so on some days you have a lot of money 
right? right? Like it's like we, an artist, like a painter. Exactly. Right. So on those days, we hope you would buy an Allcare. Right. Once you buy the membership, you get HMO. So our okay. HMO partner is Asian Life. We don't, we're not an HMO company. Okay. We work with an HMO company. So what in, in, in an HMO and an Asian with Asian Life? What do they get? What what's the coverage? So they get up to fifty thousand a year. So it's a not year. comparable to the Procter and Gamble's of the world or whatever. Okay. Right? Um, who who you can who they can they can sponsor even your dialysis. Right. Right. So but, here, for like for example, if you need a recircumcision, like for example, oh my my foreskin grew back. <laughs> That's okay. so. The only exclusion we have is ligation, circumcision, okay. and maternity. <laughs> Thank God. Recircumcision, though, might be a gray area. So, no, I'm Unless kidding. it's medical, sure. <laughs> so you get fifty thousand um, coverage, right? Which is actually far Not more, yeah. far more than what majority of the people will ever need. Yeah, correct. If you're generally healthy. So that's the keyword. Right. You're already healthy. You just want to get the peace of mind. If something happens on the days you don't have money, True. you're covered. Because you can never predict that. To be yes. honest, like, oh shit, and headache. Like, oh my God. Now all of a sudden you're burning through fever. You have to go to the ER. ER. And right. And fuck. then you find it, hey, it's it's pneumonia. Shit. What you going to do? You don't got money. Right. Right. So... So fifty thousand isn't big, but it's supposed to cover your basic needs. It's a lifesaver too. Right. So for fifteen thousand, you get that HMO. That's mm-hmm. one. So you already get ROI already just on the exactly, HMO. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And then we also Times three even. Right. We also give you a hundred thousand pesos worth of life and accident. Oh. So let's say you're a grab driver. Mm. You get sick. You can use your health, and right. then you die in a car crash. Fuck. Right. Your family's gonna have to wonder where the fuck we're gonna get the money to yep, yep. bury you, right? So automatically through Asian Life, also we give you hundred thousand. That's great, right? So you're just on that you're looking at one fifty thousand right. value. We give you three thousand thirty pieces of hundred peso grab vouchers. No way! So if you're a, you're a grab freak, right? That's, That's already right. a big boon. Yeah, free right. free rides essentially. True, true. So again, you paid fifteen, you get three thousand back. Wow! So you've really paid twelve thousand, and then we have Sarabia discounts, coffee Shout bean. Out Albert. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Coffee bean special corporate card. Yeah, um, yeah. You earn twice the amount of points, five percent off on food and drinks, free Shit. Wi-Fi. That's a cop out. I swear, this is like a yes. home run already. Right. So you get a lot of these things that otherwise these providers won't give to you because you're alone. Yes. Like, what are you going to negotiate on your own? Correct. And you don't have time. You're busy looking for clients. Wow. You're that's busy crazy. grinding. So we take care of that. Okay. Now, since this is out, right? Um, you, you're now the head of the ship. You're the captain. Oh, yep, captain. Yep, yep. Right? How was it like being on that front now? Was it what your fears were? Like, ah, oh, shit. Cindy, you're on your own. Right. Not that. I probably have a, a little bit of a different story, right? Because okay. I'm right beside Peter, who's done it a couple of times, right? right? So I had like a literal guide, right? To Mentor do or whatnot. Right. The struggle was stepping out of that shadow. Ah, because right? it's a big shadow to fill out of. Yeah, right, right, right. So every time we... So for example, uh, I remember when we started, um, the conversation was, Storm's not going to be able to fund the operations anymore because it has to scale using true, its own money. True. Right? You got to fundraise. Ah. So I would go to investor meetings and I would say, oh, but you're owned by Storm. Why won't Storm just fund you? Got or where's it. Peter? And I was right. like, what the fuck, man? I'm right here. Like, 
right, can present. Right, right, right. I can explain everything. You know, correct, Peter. Correct, correct. No offense to Peter, right? But um, so that was the problem that I had, mm. and people were doubting me because we had zero clients at the time I was fundraising. Yep, yep. And so many people locally, so that's the sad part. Locally, told me you're not gonna be able to raise. You need some customers first. Well, and I've yeah. seen right, so I know that's true. But I also seen startups from people zero right? now I. Right. Yeah. So in my mind, like, come on, man, don't don't talk don't, me down. Don't don't right? fuck me like that. Fuck yeah, me like right? That, right. And I was in Singapore all the time, and in my mind, like, these people want to offer me a million bucks. Right. U.S. bucks, right? Yeah. All the so why can't I raise the amount I'm raising? Oh, I was raising like three hundred grand. Wow. So true enough, I was able to raise it. Man, oh man, <laughs> Cindy Burdett. <laughs> With a home run three. Right. Wow. So we were able to find um, people who... Angel? Was it a VC? Angels. Angels. Yes. And that's... A, that's a, the VCs were all saying, you're raising too little. True. I mean, it, there's also a science to that. So right, right. we had an episode, why why the, the VCs think about that. That's episode... Uh, forgot, but just the Michael Lynch episode. Just right, look it up. Right, right, right. And there's a science behind it because they also need to... Right, they're risk they're leveraging LPs. exactly. Yeah. yeah, correct. So that's fine, but eventually they'll be ready to come. Right. In. So I was in Singapore. I was thinking, oh, these people like my idea. They're just waiting for me to actually get customers, but they give nice. me a million dollars. I'm sure I can find someone to give me fifty thousand dollars, maybe yep, hundred thousand yep, dollars, and see me grow. Right. Plus, right. the tandem of me, Peter, and the rest of the storm folks. It's not like this is our first rodeo. Yeah. Right? So you had stripes. Right, Check. right. So I'm not a founder, right? But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not a technical founder like them, but yeah. I know how the shit goes, right? No, so. and you've heard, you've earned your hustle, man. Right. Like, that's what it is. So yeah, so people took a bet on us and we were able to fundraise and then boom, we used that money to start hiring, building our product. Nice. Yeah. Dude, that is, that's hard to do. For me, I've never fund. I mean, yeah, chatbot technically a little bit of seed money, but not like crazy money. Right, like, right, it right. Always there's a, and then that's that's a challenge everybody has to go through. There's always that doubt, like, okay, let me see first. Let right, me see first. Right, but right. for you to go through that, amen. Mad thank props you, to you. Thank that's, you. Thank it's you. hard, bro. Like, fuck. I know. I know. There are, I mean, I think the struggle here in the Philippines is so many people want to invest. The angels actually don't know how to judge a startup. Nope. Like, they're looking for profitability. I mean, dude, they don't even have product market fit. Why would you look for that? Correct. Right? And so an angel, it's it's a leap of faith. It's a gamble, to be honest. It's more but like you're investing on the person. Correct. Less than the product, right? So that was the struggle really for me because I was being, like you know, like we said, it's more the founder. And yeah. technically, all care didn't have like a founder founder. It right. has a CEO, right? right? So that was the struggle. But, you know, mad props to God, man. Like he led go. me to people who said, okay, here's the money. Go run and do great with it. And I think we didn't have a lot of time. Right. I took on the role full-time uh, August. Wow. July, we all decided, okay, we're, we're, we're pivoting. August, okay. we started the corporate stuff. Wow. We actually just started building October. Shit. And we had a product in market November. Right. Um, that w- and it's not as easy as people think. Cause a lot of people say, oh, you don't you just sell like an application form? Got it. No. You're trying to sell... HMO with this, with that, with that. You True. need data. You need secure information, right, et cetera. Right. Payment gateways left and right. Right. And we were up and running completely 
in three months. There you go. No, right. that's that's a startup speed also coming in. The beauty about it is you had so much experience coming in that, you know, you a lot of the first-time founders also will cave in because they don't know the, how, how to handle what they they feel. It's yeah. fucking crazy, dude. Right, like, oh right. You're right, you're right. So I have all those right. from all the past experiences. Right. So I was a little bit, I guess, lucky. Right. Uh, going into all care. So I had like a totally different, uh, my insecurities, sure. uncertainties. Those were my And you're, you're, a, you're a person of faith. Thank you. Right. So yes. let's talk, talk about that a little bit before we wrap this baby up. Sure. So you said, you said you're taking up masters in theology. theology. Yeah. It's like, wow, I have not heard the word theology no. since my <laughs> You're stint. from USD, right? Where yeah. did you go to college? USD, high school, See? college. High school in USD. Yeah, it's super extreme. Yeah, well, yeah. Super extreme. Like, right. we, we pray during recess, lunch, we play the Angelus and all these things. Right, right, right. Dude, we pray all, like, I know. We're Jesuits, we're cool. Right. Just kidding. No, we cool, it's all good. Right, right. At the end yeah. of the day, we can play the Dominican Jesuit game too. <laughs> but this is, Jose is all time too. That's why he's transferred. True, true, true. Right? Um, what you call this? For, for you, when you're studying theology, what, what, Describe at least how this has been a big part of you right. as, as a person and whatnot. Um, so I came to faith, like a faith that I understood right. and I subscribed to personally, uh, not by anyone else, um, around 2012. Okay. And uh, I had like a million and one questions. Okay. Right? Like I couldn't understand so many things. And when I was talking to people in my church, my peers, okay. I wasn't satisfied with their answers. Sure. Because a lot of Christians don't are not able to answer as clearly as they hope they would. Right. So I said, you know, where's the best place to get that shit from? Okay. I said, how much does it go to school? And uh, there's a seminary. There's a uh, seminary in QC called Asian Theological Seminary. Wow. And they only pick a handful of people. But when you get in, you're a scholar. Wow. So I say, mm, what do I need to do? Oh, you just take the test and, you know do great wow. and I got a scholarship okay so I took it and uh, it, it's actually helped me really appreciate the struggle for me so that's sure. where that's the weight of this whole theology thing for me the better I understand my faith sure the better I'm able to handle personalities true handle all the Doubt. negativity right. um, and even when I'm dealing with a lot of shit about the you know the drama and the Game of Thrones around startups right because yep, there's yep. a lot of that on the Ooh. on your right so yep. for me every day I just tell myself you're not doing it for for them they right. for God right yeah. so so I mean I look at YOLO as literally you only got one shot to make the shit right 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 so you better do good every day right and uh, it's actually my faith that has been the anchor for that. That is great. So this has been no matter what it, what you went through, then if you have a, you had that 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 thing you can always fall back on. That that's that's your strength. It's the yeah, pillar, yes. the core. Absolutely, because right. this world's so negative, man. Like, I mean, you have friends stabbing you at the back. You and family, holy right? right, right. You have money problems coming in and out. Right. Um, if you know your why. It'll help you really right. get through, right? So. Refuge. That's your refuge. Right, right. Now, Cindy, let's 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 talk about something because Riza, the the, the our hooker here, the, right. the, 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 our the, pimp, our pimp, 
uh, said that you had a little something, something for the hustle share listeners uh, that you want right, to give right, out. Right, right, right. Okay, so people who want to get all care can yeah. get a discount. Discount. Right. Oh, the fifteen thousand is already a home run. Right. Okay. So people, if they use the promo code hustle share, okay, they pay thirteen five. Dude, instead of the fifteen thousand, correct, right. correct. I know already. I have a few that I, I'm actually one. <laughs> that might get one when I get a good chunk. Right, uh, right, very right. soon. So this is a good opportunity for you guys to take advantage of that. So go to allcare.io and use the promo code HustleShare uh, to get a discount to get your one year coverage already. Right correct. now, before this, we wrap this baby up, let's let's talk about tips. So you said, Cindy, um, you've, you've been through it all, ups, downs, ups, downs, whatnot. How do you stay, how do you, how do you defeat all of that for you? Um, on a practical level, I really keep a tight leash on my to-do list. And when I say that, I mean I really uh, consciously decide where is the best place to spend my time. Got it. Right? If you have 100,000 things to do okay. as a founder... Where, which is the domino that you have to push first? Are you a hard, hardest first or easiest first type of person? Impact first. I'm an impact, impact first. first. So how do you define which impact first is? So, for example, we, we don't have an installment plan yet on the platform. Okay. Right? But I can see that my team's dealing with like 100 inquiries every day asking, are there payment terms? Mm. Right? So even if I need hiring, I need finance, I need all of these things right, done. Right. I know for us to grow faster, right. it's going to be that. Yes, because not people can pay the whole lump sum. Exactly. Right. Right. Especially if you're a freelancer, cash is not as steady. Right. So. But when it comes, it comes. Right. right. So so we're so that's how I decide like okay. which is the part that's urgent and I can really impact the most. Sounds good. Now stress. Let's talk about stress because this is a lot of startup people also go through this. And not just right. startup people. Everybody. But the, 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 the type of stress startups go through is staggering that it doesn't even make sense yeah. sometimes. Yeah, right? it's crazy. Like, oh, God. What did I just get in myself right. into? Right? How do you cope with this? And, and are you a med- with, with, with the faith that comes in in it? Is it a big part of it? Or well, what do you do? So every day I wake up at 5.30 now. Dude, are you part of the 5 a.m. club? Yeah, dude. I'm a morning person. I'm so sorry. I'm turning into one. I'm, my body clock is it's being age. weird. Like, yeah. oh, God, why am I up at 7 a.m.? Yeah, right. So I'm, I'm one right. of those. I'm the morning club. Um, okay. I wake up at 5.30 and I pray. Wow. I pray because every day I think, Lord, I am going to go through a lot of crap. Right? Like, just give me what I need to get through it. And get through it excellently because people can get through it and disappoint and you know embarrass themselves for me i just want to get through it the way you expect me to get through it right um that's one but honestly i play a lot of sports ah like, yeah it never leaves you dude right that's what it is. So, i play a lot of sports so what's your fa- i mean you, you did taekwondo this is a contact sport yeah i don't do that anymore because my body's so dude and that's hard it's a lot of lower yeah, body and, shit i mean i dislocated an elbow dislocated oh, a knee dude. so no more right i play basketball three times a week yeah where i live in the grove man so we have ah. a basketball i'm part of a league 
no with way. ex-PBA players, UAAP superstars. It's a fun, very competitive league. I'm like the only girl. Shoot. But since I play ball pretty seriously. Yeah, well, fuck that. Yeah, right? so, it's, so it's, it's fun. So I play yeah. that and then I play a couple of pickup uh, sessions around the week. <laughs> and then play I play tennis. In. Right, now I'm jealous. Like, dude. Yeah, I play tennis about... So my routine is really simple. I wake up at 5.30. 6.30, I go to the tennis court because it's just ah, down, down. So exercise first. Yeah. You get the endorphins out. Yep. Yeah, you get the Plus, body I moving. Plus, I can't imagine going because I'm now way, uh, what do you call this? Much lighter. Oh, wow. Okay. I can't imagine going back to my fattest self. I'm no, so, and no they said... No fat shaming. Right. I'm just like healthy. Bro, I'm fat, but I'm proud nah. of it too. But here's the thing. They said that every pound you put on your knees is times four. Yes, Amen to that. That's it's, the highlight of I, this. My, my hips and my knees hurt all the time. Yes. All the time. I had shin splints because I was too big. Wow. So, thank Jesus I don't have that. But yeah. I don't want to get... Because the moment you stress eat... Uh, you sure can. Mendocoro is like... Oh, man. I love Mendocoro. I love it. Like, I, I had had one yesterday, so we good. All right. Um... <laughs> But Cindy, what's your what's your advice, I guess, on on those people that want to jump from corporate to startup land? Because you took that leap, and yeah. you said you scared the living shit out of you, yeah, right? Because it's it's tough. I mean, a lot of people go through this, and it's hard to when you have a nine to five and you're winning all these awards. Like fuck that, I'm not gonna. I'll do it on the side, right? But what was your advice for those people that want to take that leap too? Because, like for example, there's a program FI Founders Institute, right? A lot of the people there are corporate dudes that want to jump in. But we talk about the, the process of, as well. Let's talk about the emotional and mental aspect of it. What, what would be your advice for that? Uh, to be honest, a lot of them would be just revolving around the doubts and fears of leaving the comfort zone, right? So it involves pay and involves like a know-how. Because a lot of corporates really don't know how to be a startup. Okay. Right. So, um, and for for me, money was first an issue, and then it wasn't, because I also adjusted my lifestyle. Because when I first joined Storm, I got a pay cut. Right. Mm-hmm. Three months in, we got another pay cut. Yeah. So it was pretty pretty tough. Right. But I also I was more motivated by the kind of impact I could bring. True. Versus the kind of cash I could bring. And you're not defined by your salary. Exactly. So for me. First, it was an issue when I was talking to Peter. After two and a half months, I said, F that. Like, right. Let's just do this. Adjust your life based on what you would take home at the end of the day. Correct. And I did. I, I moved to a smaller place. Um, I ended up living in Mandaluyong. Right. Didn't, didn't go out as much until yeah. eventually, obviously. Uh, It'll come back. Yeah, exactly. You know, because at the end of the day, a lot of, a lot of people also would... would Peg their value all the time under salary. Right. And, oh, let me, yeah. before I forget this, right after, whether you want to go back to startup, because that's going to be an option, right? As a founder or as a founding team member or whatever, you could go back to corporate after. Right. You would be 10 times more valuable. In right. all You'll be God. Right? And like, ooh, God, like, ooh, yeah. what is this Dude, guy? I'm right. getting offers. So, I mean, I don't want to boast, but I'm getting offers for roles I did not expect. Sure. Right, because they know like you can take a ship and lead it. Right, and the, the street cred yes never leaves you, and that, that you you wear those stripes forever because yes. nobody can ever ever take that away. Yes, from you. yes, yes. Okay, now unfortunately, Cindy, we have to go. Thank you very much again. You're very welcome. 
Yeah. So again, this is going to be out very soon. So um, Cindy, if they want to subscribe to All Care, if they want to find out more about you and whatnot, what do they need to do? Uh, first, uh, you can add me on Facebook. I add everybody okay. um, so they Same. can message me. <laughs> uh, secondly, you can visit our Facebook page at allcare.facebook.com slash allcare.io. There's a dot there. Um, and then you can visit our website, www.allcare.io. There you go. Thanks again, Cindy. If you like this episode, please don't forget to show us some love by hitting subscribe or follow whatever wherever you're listening this uh, whole from. And then at the end of the day, if you guys want more Cindy's and whatnot, you want to su- uh, suggest any new guest that you or any new hustler, please message us in our chatbot powered by chatbotph on m.me slash hustle share. And again, thank you, Cindy. And I'll thank see you, you guys in the next episode. Peace.